Hello, everybody. Welcome out to the Hangtime Podcast, episode 11. Uh, very fun, but kind of strange episode because I have diction on. But uh, strange this, with me. <laughs> well, no, no. But this episode is kind of funny because um, the episode that I recorded where I met Diction and we had like a one-on-one is going to be posted in a few weeks since our building construction got pushed. Oh. All of all of the episodes that I front-loaded, we now need to record and push those out further. So uh, Diction is on this week, and you'll see him again later. But this one's even better. Because Grayson is on this one. And um, Diction and I uh, talked scary movies and stuff. And uh, Grayson is here. But before y'all even say anything housekeeping stuff, make sure and give this video a like and subscribe. Because uh, this is a growing brand new channel. We're on the way to 2,000 subs. In a couple of years, if you're watching this, you're going to say, hey, I remember seeing that when this channel was small. And that's pretty cool. Uh, I want you to also go to hangtime.gg. We have brand new sticker packs out. Spring merch is coming, and you can book commissions and make us play whatever you want for a flat rate fee on hangtime.gg slash commissions. Uh, And with that, Diction, you messaged me the other day, and Mm -hmm. you said, look, I got to talk to you about this Resident (laughs) Evil movie. So let's just talk video game movies for an hour and a half and call it a night, shall we? That's how I've got me. notes on this movie. I've got a lot what? of notes. Okay. So, <laughs> so Grayson and I, like, mm-hmm. again, Grayson and I have known each other for 27 years. Oh, wow. We grew up together. Um, you know, Resident Evil 2. Uh, Grayson makes me play it, basically. Um, he's telling me all the lore. You know, I'm fighting uh, the dog tyrant in the chemical room in the hive in the hive basement thing, whatever the hell they called it. And I aim up with the grenade launcher and shoot him off the top on PS one. And we are screaming as little (laughs) kids, right? So this is the degree of which you were talking to two best friends with over two decades of resident evil love. Um, and we thought the movie was a piece of shit. So (laughs) let's, let's, let's Dive into your notes and let's have a great time. I can't wait to hear this. I'm so excited. <laughs> oh, hit me with it. I'm ready. My first note is I think this I think I wrote this like ten minutes in after they did the, the shitty intro with the boring orphanage and then uh-huh. the, 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 the the truck before the truck crashes. I just wrote why? Why this? And that was that's that's worse. And then I got Leon, Leon is a big pretty doofus, which is the only saving grace of the movie. Is I actually really loved their take on Leon being this completely incompetent dipshit wow. with, with a heart of gold. With a heart I'm of gold, opposite. though. Really? Yeah, I'm opposite, man. I it's so to me, Leon is it is such a slap in the face <laughs> with Leon, in my opinion, because I, I think that Leon is probably the most loved art, like Resident Evil character. Yeah. And I think they just completely missed it on all angles with Leon. I, I think I see yeah. it. I see it from the angle of if they're prob they're most likely anticipating a franchise, a second franchise for this. Uh-huh. And if I mean, if I were a decent writer and they're uh, clearly they don't have those in their in the writer's room, but like. <laughs> He would start off like this fucking stupid, like, you know, idiot who just can't get anything right, but he wants to. And then over the course of the movies, he gets better and more confident and becomes the Leon that we all lo- know and love, which I would be totally down for if this were like a, a an eight or ten part miniseries. Yes. Yeah. That would yeah. work yeah. so much better. Web series. 
Yes. Yeah, exactly. Um, when they emerge from the tunnel towards the end of the movie, <laughs> I looked at Grayson and I go, this movie was made by a team and a director who knew they were going to have one shot. <laughs> yep. Yep. <laughs> and they took it. <laughs> and, Man. Uh, and I think that the um, the biggest enemy of the Resident Evil movie is consolidation. Like, <laughs> mm. like, and um, and I, we were watching. It's like, man, this feels like it was made in like '94 because it's the same issue with those classic, classic movies. I think knowing I've only talked to Diction for a couple hours, Grayson, but I mm-hmm. would assume Diction that you are in complete agreement that Mortal Kombat '94, '95, '96. I think that's the greatest video game movie ever made. I well, I think that it's a great trashy video game movie. I'm actually yeah. Okay, yeah. This is gonna shock a lot of people and probably get the comment section going nuts. But I actually think that the Sonic movie is the best oh, video game. Movie. There's nothing yeah. wrong with that at all. No, That's yeah, it is a it is a great, a super charming, yep. fun kids movie with probably my one of my favorite Jim Carrey uh, uh, performances because he's doing like circa ninety four, ninety five Ace Ventura, The Mask, just yep. chewing the scenery. Loving yeah. every minute of it. That's a like, good one. It's derivative yeah. as hell, and they totally steal the scene from uh, Days of Future Past with Quicksilver with the slow-mo and everything, and yep. they yeah. kind of couldn't have really have done it without doing that. But, like, it's a fun movie. It's a to- And the fact that they had to go, they went back and redid, you know, the art style, like, that's, that's super cool. They didn't have to do that. That cost a oh, lot of man. money. And a lot oh. of people's time, you know? <laughs> yeah, we, dude. We, when yeah, that was dude. happening, I was so piss at just like at the buckling to entitlement like mm-hmm. the the buckling to entitled fans i mean obviously it worked it, it looks it, yeah, yeah it looks yeah. way better like but it would have been the same movie even with sonic looking like it's that. true yeah right. like that's the yeah. only thing they did was re-skin yeah. him essentially yes. yeah but again like yeah that's uh yeah, I would agree. Sonic the Hedgehog is is an amazing. Yeah, movie. but Mortal Kombat I, it has its merits for being that, like it it is a time capsule of the mid '90s like action movie, uh, yep. where they were really trying to figure out CGI after Spielberg blew it out the water and like you know and the Abyss and Terminator Two and it's like oh, well we don't have that kind of money but we could figure something out and then they have Reptile and he looks like he's made of play doh. I knew you were going to Reptile. I knew that was coming. As soon as you said CGI, I was like, here comes Reptile. They shouldn't have done that because they already had Goro with the fucking full animatronics looking pretty good. So cool. Yeah. Why couldn't they just do Reptile like that? Just give, put a dude in a suit like like the original Alien movie and just give them ass. Yeah. Yep. I think think a lot of people look over Silent Hill. Like that's, to this day, I still go back to that, and I'm like, that's probably one of the best video it's, game movies yet. Yeah, it's an interesting one. I think I think it's too faithful in, like, with, like, the music and the set design and stuff. It's all good. It's not scary, though. Like, I never got mm, that. Yeah. And not, not that horror movies have to be scary. They can be fun. Like, I'm totally for that. But, yeah. like, Silent Hill is known for getting under your skin, you know, and, like, yeah. really, really fucking with your mind. The movie never did that to me. I felt like I was watching this very cleaned up, you know, not messy version of Silent Hill. And also, I don't like that actress that played the little girl. Oh, <laughs> yeah. Really I, can, I can get that. <laughs> yeah. But, like, but as far as everything else, I think they, they nail it. Like, yeah. Sybil is awesome. Pyramid Head looks great. Yeah. No, they, they yeah. definitely, they it, it's it's better than the sum of its parts, for sure. Oh, yeah. yeah. Oh, yeah. Uh, but anyway, so with Resident Evil, the consolidation of it from one to two movies is, um, 
I think we were talking about this while we were watching it. The, the, the biggest issue with Resident Evil is it doesn't, the comments going to be getting mad at this. It doesn't have meaningful characters. No. <laughs> like, no. like at all. You know what pissed me off the most? A lot of things pissed me off. But hold on. Okay. So in the cast, um, hold on. Where is Let's he? Let's talk where about the cast. That's a good, good Nathan, transition. Okay. Yeah. Vickers, right? The helicopter pilot is played by Nathan yep. Dales, the secondary lead of the show, Letter Kenny. Yes. He's I fucking, knew it was him. He yep. is fucking hilarious. He has one line in this whole movie and it's not funny. And then he dies. He just he just crashed the helicopter. Hey, but and I that was helicopter like, crash looked great. It looked okay, yeah. But like, it was such a waste. <laughs> it like, they have a pretty good stacked cast. But like, when you've got the dude from Letterkenny as an obviously that role was supposed to be like the comic relief, but they gave all the the shitty comedy to Jill Valentine for some reason. Like all yeah. the all the chuckle worthy moments that aren't at, actually chuckle worthy, they throw to her, and it just it, I don't know the dynamics of all the characters never made sense. Um, I think the biggest thing for me is like it's a it's an ensemble movie with two separate storylines exactly, uh, running yeah. simultaneously, yep. and the director has no idea how to manage multiple characters at once mm -hmm. who are like in different spatial places. Because I remember like watching it and like like an hour and a half in, and it cuts back to Tom Hopper as Wesker and Jill, and he sits and like and I to totally forgot they were in the movie. Like I forgot yeah. entirely they were in the mm -hmm. movie. And I and I was paying attention. I wasn't on my phone or anything. I was <laughs> jotting down notes from time to time, but I was paying attention. So it's just like, yeah, that was like the biggest thing for me. Is like, there's so many characters, but like, they're not that many characters that it shouldn't be like pretty simple to keep like a through line going, so the audience knows where they are, why they're there, and who's there. Yeah. And well, from where is Barry? Like, no Barry. There's no Barry. Where's Barry? I think Donald Logue was supposed to be the Barry character, like the equivalent of Barry, or as the Richard chief. or whatever his name was. Yeah, Chief Irons yeah. or whatever. I think that's, I think at, if, so I, I've written, I went to college for writing. I have my degree in mm. creative writing and lit and stuff. And so like, for me, if I was doing an adaptation, the reason I would consolidate is because Resident Evil is a game about shallow characters mm. wandering through puzzle locations yeah. and shooting zombies there's no character growth there's no transformation leon's not any different at the beginning of re4 than he is at the end of re4 it so that you battle the shallowness of character and lack of opportunities for dialogue or interaction with a number of characters right yeah if you made if you made resident evil one if you tried to adapt that entire movie in that entire game into a movie it's nothing but a silent person alone shooting monsters and yeah. that doesn't make a good movie. Nope. Um, no, it makes a great game. It does. And when, when Rob, uh, uh, Rob, uh, Romero, George Romero, I thought yep. his first name was Robert. When he does it, I've, I've read his script. <laughs> I was just about to ask you if you've read, his I've script read it several times. Declined. I actually did yep. like a full reading, uh, like a table read with, uh, Sark and April Fisher and Bruce, uh, and Lawrence, did was okay but was romero's script how did it handle characters so did it use yeah did it use the cast it did it used the every everyone from the first game is in it everyone it, okay. it is the what? it is the first game it is they go to the mansion after uh -huh. 18 goes missing they're attacked by dogs they run to the mansion and then gotcha. they they try to find their way it's aliens well it was what he did he gotcha. he wrote it as aliens like okay we have a okay. bunch of elite marine type people different characters um, you know, like with different personalities and they're in a, a tough situation, they got to fight their way out. 
That's the okay. whole movie. I don't think there are any puzzle rooms or anything, but like literally, aside from the dialogue is atrocious. It definitely needed like a script doctor like Shane Black to come in there and, and rewrite the dialogue. But aside from that, it's got everything. It's got the giant plant monster. It's got the giant snake. It's got the it's got the hunters. It's got the dogs. It's got the crows. It's got the zombies. It's got literally everything. The tyrant shows up at the end. They shoot a rocket launcher at it. Like it, it's the fucking game. But it's huh. done as a like a, a like a claustrophobic action movie, and it's really like you, you can really see it when you read the script. It looks gotcha really cool. How did it handle pacing? Uh, it was pretty. Uh, it starts off kind of slow, but then once they get into the mansion, it's just like a pretty balls to the wall. Just like when when they're not fighting zombies and stuff, they're they're shouting at each other basically okay. and arguing. I can't <laughs> like every time I think about like you had George Romero writing a script for a zombie film and it's the guy who put zombies in the mainstream mm -hmm. and it didn't go through. Well, here's it what here's, blows my mind. Well, yeah, but here's the problem is he wrote it and submitted it in 1998 after the, or like around when the matrix came out. And that's when there was that horrible shift in Hollywood where every action movie had to be like the matrix. Like they were all trying to ape that style without actually understanding it. And so that's why we got the West or the West Anderson. Oh, good God. The, yeah. The Paul W.S. Anderson of yeah. uh, Resident was, Evil. And, and Paul Anderson is coming off of Mortal Kombat. He can make video games and mm -hmm. he's coming off of Event Horizon. Which he can slamming. make horror films. Yeah. So, so, hey, how about we get that video game director who can make a horror movie to make a, to make Resident Evil. Yeah. But the issue was it was in two to 98 to 2009 you cannot have a character not have two of the same gun right. in their hands or you have to have yeah do a roundhouse kick. kick yep mm. hey 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 <laughs> better watch it you got it they you use that a lot yeah guns. yeah dual in, shotguns <laughs> in the resident evil movies like I don't know how many of the Resident Evil movies you've watched, Diction. Like all I, of them, unfortunately. Yeah. <laughs> it, like it, it gets so ridiculous how many times they use that shot. I mean, it gets to the point where she's putting quarters in her it's, shotgun and shooting. And it, and it oh zooms yeah, out, she goes. Yeah, it's. I remember that. I was like, ridiculous. "You fucking idiot!" They did that in the Crow like twenty years ago. Yeah. <laughs> it's oh, poor franchise. <laughs> um, but yeah, so so obviously, like you just shot down my entire argument. But for, a, but for okay, so for a weak scriptwriter, or for somebody who is going for the adaptation and doesn't have the abilities to construct a two-hour movie out of one, I think that's why they consolidated is just to yeah. give is to hit a. But it's like they have these like elements that they could have worked with for some at least a little bit of emotional like growth. Like they have Chris and Claire. Who are like estranged brother and sisters, and yep. so like, when I when they re when they reintroduce each other, I was like, okay, so this is gonna be a thing where they kind of like learn to grow and like like become closer through this uh, turmoil. Nope, they just they split, split their characters up. off the entire they movie. Split. They never see each other again. I like, made a joke about that to Sean <laughs> because Chris ends up with Jill at the end, and I'm like, man, Chris hasn't asked about his sister once. Yeah, like, he, does, he just does. He doesn't talk about Claire. At all, he doesn't at get on the radio on like yeah. or, or anything to like. Yeah, no, no none of that. Here, don't take my motorcycle by. Yeah, that's the last time you hear from him. <laughs> like, and then they just happen to be on the train together. Like, oh, what's up? I'm glad you're okay. Glad you didn't die. Mm -hmm. Hey, there's a guy chasing us, by the way. Yeah, it's very, very strange. The um, let's let's talk about casting a little bit more. I thought sure. Jill Valentine was slamming. Yep. 
Um, I think we, I agree with Grayson on Leon. I think that's a dirty, but I, I think I, speaking from a franchise perspective, I know exactly what you're saying, Dick, uh, addiction. And then, um, Wesker, my God, Wesker. I love Wesker's so, casting. So cool. I love it. it was a good casting, oh, but they never I really, they never, they never did anything with them. That wait, was like, wait, 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 wait. Until the end, like. Did you watch the after the credit scene? Oh God, was there one I didn't? Oh know. yes. Oh, oh you didn't watch no. it? Oh wait, no. no, no, no. Yes, I did. Where he gets the glasses, right? Oh okay, yeah, 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 yeah. Okay, okay, good. Because that was oh, like man. after, not like after all the credits, but after like the mm -hmm. like five credits. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah I, I laughed my ass up at that. I was like, <laughs> that was the another note I had, um, and I wrote it in my tweet is that it dangles Easter eggs like car keys for a dumb baby, you know. Like uh -huh. they're never they're never in, in ingrained into the actual movie. Like there's that like I could name every single one of them, but the big one for me was they're walking down the hallway in the mansion and and Albert has this fucking Game Boy that's a mini map that looks like the map from the game when you when you press pause and pull up the map and and then Jill asks like what's that? And he's like, I'll tell you later. And he never does. Because it's just for the it's just for the fanboys yeah. like that's all it's for and it's like there's lots of that going on there's not even an attempt to craft meaningful dialogue to implant it into yeah the same movie, with like right? the the piano thing he just sits down at the piano and starts playing and the door opens and then they're, they're like oh cool yeah. well, or palm pilot gave him the keys to put <laughs> yeah i don't remember it's the palm pilot dude i i i would have really dug a as a a, a a i guess to me kind of thing like an Indiana Jones, like, hey, uh, like a cube type of thing where yeah. they, ha they have to solve the riddle of each room. Give me like two or three of those because that could be interesting drama and there's a trap coming. You know, that's that's how you walls are closing you... in. They, I mean, they did they, a lot of things that they did in the, the Paul Anderson version, which are laughed at. Like the laser room, you know, yeah. like but I, that was like that, that was the idea behind that was totally fucking from the games and like yeah. it was just spruced up and made futuristic that's all i i don't really mind the first paul anderson resident it's, evil it's i honestly i enjoy it because it's trashy and it knows it's trashy yeah, it's not trying to be anything more than too. it is yeah but I, the other I'm the, the other ones are just kind of like apocalypse. desperately clinging to that first movie's mm -hmm. like bootstraps just apocalypse is pretty yeah. good grayson that, that's how i am with apocalypse like i know by no means do i like how they treat and like nemesis or anything yeah but nemesis looks cool he does and it's, and it's, it's a dude it's, in a suit and it looks pretty yep. sweet yeah. It, yeah he looks awesome and it's so much trashy fun like i saw that in theaters three times oh, yeah. wow <laughs> i did <laughs> all my friends wanted to see it so i was like i'll go see it again i just want to see nemesis on screen again <laughs> god i had i had fucking something i wanted to say but i fucking forgot i don't know i gotta write notes yeah, I know. I got it. I got it right now. Um, we were talking about the first Resident Evil movie. The traps. You're on the. You're talking about the. the yeah, I think a room with traps. And stuff. Yeah. But yeah, to to fill it with that would have been really really cool. I had an, I had another thought, but I lost it. God, I'm such a bozo. Every I, time, I'm on a podcast. Every time like, I think of a Resident Evil movie, it just shocks me that they've never just said, "Hey, you know what? Why don't we just open the movie with them just opening the door to the mansion." Or like a TV show. It's like, hey, you already know what happens. There's not a person on the planet now that doesn't know what happens at the beginning of the first Resident Evil. It's been right. crammed down our throats for years. It's like, just have the show open by opening up the freaking the doors to the mansion. Like, everybody's going to know. Yeah. Like, you start off a TV show, doors open up, here's your main roster. 
do a do a Breaking Bad. Start it with you know Walt in the middle of the desert with a pistol and his pants down. Yep. Like and then and then you show how he got there. That kind of yep. thing. Yeah. Don't listen to I Dan Harmon. That's a perfectly fine way to open yep. a, a piece of media. Yeah, I think uh, one of the best parts about the especially especially with what happens to a character like Leon in Resident Evil. Um, that 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 would work really really well. I mean, if if at the end of if at the beginning of a Resident Evil movie, it showed uh, a ragged, fucked up Jill Valentine picking up a special launcher, you know, helicopters overhead, she's covered in blood, and this big foot like hits in front of the frame while she's in the background, and then it cuts to just her being like, yeah. Like that's a good hook for like a yeah. series or something like that, you know. I, my thing has always been that that long form is better for video games because it's like you can't cram a ten hour game into a two hour movie, but you can cram it into a ten hour mini series because there's no cramming involved, you know. Yeah, but, I think it's it's a uh, you're gonna be disappointed no matter what. Diction gets it. He gets yeah, it. that's he, why I'm excited yeah, for The Last of Us being a mini series instead of exactly. a movie. It makes more sense. Yeah, I think that's uh, kind of what I was gonna get at. Is with the director, it's like, oh, I know what I was gonna say. Got it. Thank you. Um, but the the biggest issue out of all of it, or not the biggest issue, but my thought about the Resident Evil movie, the new one, is that is what happens when fans get the movie they say they want. Yes. Yep. Like, like this is the movie that fans have been saying, why don't you just do this? I mean, like, let's say, let's say a reckless fan was like, I'll show you. It's like the director said, I'll show you how to make a fucking Resident Evil movie. <laughs> and, then, and, then, and then it's like, oh, what do you mean? You can't just like dump everything that happens onto film. And then it's just perfect. Yeah. Like, when 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 people complain about like Star Wars and stuff, like like when people were complaining about Last Jedi, it's like they should have had you do this. It's like, well, the Resident Evil movie is like what would happen if that guy was given a yeah. couple of hundred million dollars, right? Yeah, just buy one and two together, you know. I think the budget for this, they're, they're I think they're trying to keep it the same as uh, the OGs, which is like they they would give them forty million dollars and then it would return like a hundred million dollars at the box office every time. Yeah. Did, did they get forty million for this movie? I don't know. It just says the box office on IMDb. It didn't say the. Uh... What is the box office? Uh, gross. Uh, thirty-eight million worldwide. Okay. That's not okay. World against the forty million. If that, yeah, if they spent more Worldwide's than forty million dollars, that's not a very good. Ooh, that's yeah, bad. That's, yeah. I mean, granted, that's like COVID numbers. So of yeah. course, yeah, yeah. They should have released uh, it on VOD at the same time. Yeah, they really should have. It took them forever to put that out on VOD too. It did, yeah, or at least at a reasonable price. It was like yeah, a twenty dollars. No, I'm not paying that much money yeah. for this. I still want my five dollars back. Hey, Sean, Sean spent $5 for the, the, the ultimate HD version. He I, went I big. Did, I went big. I did do Ultra HD. <laughs> on, so we could uh, see the CGI. And crisp oh, that, the crisp PS2 era CGI. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. That's one so, of, that's uh, another one of my notes. I was like, where is it? CGI, CGI is awful and unnecessary. That was the big one. A lot of it was really unnecessary. And yeah. they looked pulled from the PS2 era cutscenes. Oh, cutscenes. Yeah, the the tyrant having the red glowing eyes at the end, I was just like, man, that looks terrible. The dog and was the, the first one where it really. Oh, yeah. I was like, like, 
like maybe there are new laws. Like I remember in, in the in the Anderson one, they actually had like a real Doberman with makeup on, and yeah. for a lot of those shots, some of it was CGI. For the most part, it was just a it was just a trained dog with makeup. Looked really good. Looked creepy. Uh-huh. Um, but maybe over the years, there's probably more laws in Hollywood about what you can do with animals, and maybe <laughs> putting a bunch of prosthetic makeup on them is not I one of those know. things anymore. I don't know. Roundhousing him. Yeah, I, but like I don't know. If, I don't know it. if you know this diction, but that was actually a Doberman that they just hit a bunch of times. <laughs> what? Yeah, I knew it. I knew it. They got Every, it. everyone they got in the. They just put him in a room with Michelle Rodriguez drunk off her ass, and she just went <laughs> oh, down. Oh, that oh, poor dog. God. Oh, no. Oh no. <laughs> oh no. That's why she got arrested in Hawaii. It wasn't the the driving. Oh no. God almighty. Man, she re- She's she cleaned herself re- up now. She's doing yeah. fine. She's yeah, in the, she, the Fast and Furious. She's no longer beating dogs. For, yeah, she, for was, she was really teching her time in beating that dog up. <laughs> I hate that. I hate that. I hate that. I hate oh, all of that. Oh, no. She's never going to guess on the show now. <laughs> or she will uh, and laugh at it. Who knows? Yeah, yeah. yeah. I think the uh, one of the, the worst parts about the CG is that the production design was so good. And the yeah. labs... Mm-hmm was cool and the practical effects you know me and grayson you know uh, grayson especially like we are we are suckers for anything that looks cool that is like made like like physically right yeah and um so much of it looks so neat and just to just to god there was one part of it where it was like man that's some gooey shit and then you get to the liquor and it's like ah man like the talent's there. Where's why? Dude, they in, the, the way they introduced? They were about to introduce the liquor was so well done, and it reminded oh, me of lights. like, it, yeah, it reminded me of like Tremors. I was like, that's cool. That's a great yes. way to do it. And then they completely sidetrack it for a second for like a gag, and then the yeah. liquor shows up, and it was like, dude, you had something so good going. I yeah. think it's like it, a, a kind of testament to the director because, frankly, I think the guy's a hack. His name is Johannes Roberts, and. He made 47 meters down and then the other one that's also 47 meters down, but there's no cage. Uncaged. Yeah. The one with the blind yeah. shark. Yeah. yeah. And it's just. It's, is it really? Is it blind? It's a blind shark because they're in an underwater cave. So the shark has like lived there its whole life and it's just, it hasn't seen light. So it doesn't have any irises. Either way, it's, yeah. So he has a pretty big track history of like ripping off better ideas and doing them really badly. And so when I saw he was on board, I was like, oh, this is going to be interesting. <laughs> like, I have no doubt the guy's probably a fan of the games and he wanted to do a, a good job. But um, I think what, Sean, what you said, that's probably why the, the CG is so bad, because they blew their production money on those sets and yeah. the costumes, like which all look great. Station. Yeah, I the agree. police station, I guarantee you took up most of their Oh, their for money. sure. Because it looks just like it does in the game. It's insane yeah. when you see that. Because that's, um, that's what I told Sean. I was like, I cannot believe how good that looks and how bad everything else looks. <laughs> like, yeah. Even yeah. The, the special effects on the zombies. Like, whenever you see the zombies, I'm like, man, they did really good on their makeup. I couldn't really remember a zombie that... None of them, like, stood out to me. Aside from the, the iconic one they find in the hallway that yeah. turns around, they get the shot. Because they have to yeah. get the shot. That scene to where Chris is in the dark and he's shooting at all the zombies is so... Bad. Oh, the 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 flashing the the yes. yeah yeah I felt like I was at a rave, dude. Yes, it is yeah. such a horrible shot. It's just like turn a light on, let us see what's happening. It's just yeah, exactly. No, on. that's what it is. It's it's they don't know how to shoot the action, and they're yep. they're running out of they're running out of time on their schedule. So uh-huh. they're just like, let's just do it in the 
most obnoxious way possible where you can't see what's happening. And hopefully the audience will forgive us because we've got an Easter egg over here, you know, like. Yeah, because it's, cle but it's also clever, right? And it's mm -hmm. <laughs> even the lighter, just the lighter. It's yeah. Like, it's like, cool. I've, I've turned the slider on three times. So just so you know, audience, oh, that pissed me off so much. It's there's like a scene. I, yeah. <laughs> yeah, there's a scene audience um, where Chris Redfield is like on his back and he's there's a zombie crawling towards him. He flips the lighter and the zombies coming at him. And then the lighter goes out and see the drama, zombie, right? Yeah. OK, you see the zombie coming at him. He does the lighter again. The zombies closer, still coming at him. And so we already know. OK, cool. I screamed at my TV. I was yeah. like, on the third light, the zombie's going to be gone, right? And it's, it's sure as shit, the zombie's gone. But then he turns, and there's another one right there or whatever. That yeah. was like the gag. And it's like, oh, oh you've shown me so twice. Ridiculous. Even from a practical sense, it's like, cool, you've shown me twice that the zombie is encroaching. Um, surely, Chris Redfield will just start shooting wildly into the dark like any human being with any kind of brain. But that is like such the sign of a of a hack. Directly, yeah, in my it, opinion, the better version of that would be he's 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 lighting so he can line up his shot, and, yeah. the, and the wind keeps blowing out the lighter. So you do that two times, and he's lining up, lining up, gets blown out, and then the third time, blam, his muzzle flash lights up, and you see the zombie's head explode. Yeah, like, like the mouth as is it's open crawling towards it. him. Yep. So you've got yep. the tension, but then you get a payoff. Right? There's yeah. no payoff. There's never. It's it's like they were making a movie for the fans, but completely forgetting that there's regular moviegoers seeing this too, and they well, need to be entertained as well. You know, it's that one's really bad. And then the interviewer guy that's in the jail cell with the zombie that takes the pistol from Leon, and the zombie just yeah. is coming towards him, and he never turns around and shoots the zombie. He knows the zombie's in there with him. Yeah, he just never yeah, turns and shoots him ever, and he has a gun. <laughs> And the zombie is just sitting there, and he could literally go, bang. All right, get me out of here. <laughs> Never does. Never yeah. does. Just sits there and lets him do it. What, what, else, what other notes do you have? Oh, boy. Uh, the director doesn't know how to introduce characters. Uh -huh. uh, and that's because every character says their name to the audience, basically. Yep. <laughs> They're exactly. like, who's that guy? That's Jill Valentine. What about him? Albert Wesker. You know, like, it's just, like, you don't need to do that, bro. You could just be like, at some point, call him Albert. You know, yeah. like you don't have to. That's not how people talk. I, I know it's I like help with that diction. Actually, I didn't know who it was. <laughs> I needed them to inform me who it was. Even like the Jill sandwich line, like that's a perfectly fine. She's like, it's Jill's sandwich now. Like you didn't. Ha he didn't have to be like, what do you mean, Jill Valentine? Yeah, <laughs> you can't have my sandwich. And then she takes it and she's like, it's Jill's sandwich now. Like even if she just took the sandwich said, it's Jill sandwich now. Like that would have been everything, you know, that'd have been a fine Easter egg. Yeah. And we would know who she was. Um, but the intro, God damn it. The, 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 yeah, the, the introduction, I am just glad that they didn't do the freeze frame splatter Jill Valentine. <laughs> like, that would have oh, been tough though for that that's, movie. That's my, that's my biggest pet peeve is whenever, um, it's because of stupid Borderlands and shit where yeah. it's like Triple uh, X 2, The Return of Xander Cage. It's like whoosh, Xander Cage, age 32, doesn't play well with others. They said, <laughs> hold on. They said Vin Diesel was 32 in the second movie. I, I, I don't know. <laughs> no, that's in the second movie. Oh, is that? 
No, you're thinking, okay, I got no choice. I thought you were about the Ice Cube one. Yeah, oh, the, the Ice second. Cube. Still, Ice Cube was not 32 when they made that. Yeah. But it's like um, every time it's like we need to tell the audience everything about this character. And then they have yeah. this stupid little blurb where it's like Rex motorcycles on a daily basis. And it's like. <laughs> they did it's that like in that you, Michael Bay movie recently, too. Oh, God damn it. The Netflix it's like a, one. Yeah. I didn't see like that a, one. It's like a montage action movie, and then it's, it's yeah, I've heard. It's just like why, like that is such an indicator of such weak character is if you have to give me a splash screen. But that's basically what the Resident Evil movie did was it's like, hey, uh, could you pass me a could you pass me a magazine, please, Leon S. Kennedy? <laughs> yeah. What kind of dumb fucking name is that, Leon <laughs> S. Kennedy? It's like, ugh. and like yeah, they had that whole introduction scene with the stars in the diner. And, the, like, the point of it is supposed to, you know, like, differentiate each character and, like, what their personalities are like. But they're all the same. Like, none, yeah. none of them feel any different, like, character-wise, except for their gender and their, you know, the way they look. That's it. Mm -hmm. um, like, Wesker and Jill have the exact same sense of humor. Like, they, mm -hmm. all, they, they're interchangeable characters in the movie, basically, except one's taller. That's it. Like, <laughs> and got the yeah. biggest arms got... you've ever seen. Yeah. 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 And they're so mean to Leon the entire movie. They, the everyone in the movie just treats him like shit. Because he's a dipshit. <laughs> and I That's love it. It's, I, it's I so love that hard. he's a dipshit. Oh, dude, it's so rough. Because in RE2, you're just Maybe like, he could have been less there. of like a little bit less of a dumbass. But I again I'm still standing by like I like the idea of Leon being an actual rookie and acting like one. And then throughout the course of a story, he becomes better at his job and better at killing like zombies. I like the idea that uh, in the video everyone game, loves an underdog story, right? So like that is true. I guess you're right. Yeah, I like the idea that in the video game of Resident Evil Two, Leon Kennedy was treated like shit. It's just we never saw it. Yeah. Like maybe it's like, <laughs> yeah. it's like as players, every time I play Resident Evil Two now, I'm gonna be like, oh man, everybody hates Leon. <laughs> it's because he shot his last partner in the butt. Remember, that's why everybody hates him. That's what I'm gonna think every time I load up RE Two. I'm gonna be like. Man, I can't believe this guy shot his partner in the ass. <laughs> yeah. Whenever we played the RE2 remake uh, addiction, um, did you play that? No, no. Oh, oh, wow. It's incredible. I know, I know. I prefer watching people play it because I get stressed yeah. out whenever oh, yeah. whenever Mr. T shows up. They do a good... <laughs> <laughs> Mr. T. <laughs> oh. At the end of the game, they do a good job of storytelling through the character model. Like, at the beginning, he's clean and stuff. At the end of the game, they really do, like, every Oh, he looks, like, haggard. Like, yeah, his clothes are torn. He's dirty. He's covered in blood. But, like, just... And, like, Grayson's fighting the last boss, and I'm, I'm screaming. I'm like, it's his first fucking day. It's his first day. <laughs> and, like, Grayson's just, like, flamethrower. And, <laughs> like, he got so. a rocket launcher. I'm trying to take him down. Sean's just screaming at the top of his lungs. I'm like, it's his first day. Yeah. Day one. <laughs> <laughs> but I, like, the payoff is only there of him being stupid if they've made a good enough first movie to warrant sequels. Yeah, exactly, and, which they did not. And I guess, it, you know, box yeah, office-wise, they might not be able to make another one or they're going to have to, like, go back to the drawing board or something. But if yeah. they do, I'm going to watch it anyway. I will, too. I, if, I'll they, wait. if they do it, I'm going to watch it. <laughs> yeah, I'll wait for it to be free or close oh, to yeah. free, and then I'll watch it, yeah. Yeah. Okay, what, what other notes do you have? This is good stuff. Uh, Let's see. 
Every character is terrible and unfunny. This movie isn't funny. That was <laughs> long, long, long scenes of people walking slowly in the dark. That was a big one. There was a lot. Once they get in the mansion, you think it's going to pop off and then it just crawls and they're just, there's just, there's so many, like it, it's like B-roll footage of them just like wandering the hallways and not saying anything or doing anything meaningful. Um, it's not they haven't even yelled action. They just recorded the actors looking for <laughs> yeah, the bathroom just lingering on, set. on their <laughs> lunch on breaks. <laughs> Roll on this real quick. They don't know. Roll on them. I'm a, I'm a visionary director, Johannes Robertson, and I made two shark movies. <laughs> I made, how many shark blind. movies have you made, motherfucker? <laughs> Is your name Steven Spielberg? Don't think so. Yeah. He only made the one. I made two. <laughs> I made the numbers game. <laughs> have you ever put somebody in a cage twice? I don't think so. Yeah. <laughs> No, there's no cage in the second one. It was a cave. Oh, it's actually man, called dude. Uncaged is like the subtitle of that one. <laughs> I, I can't watch like shark movies, so I don't know a lot about them. Oh, really? I'm freaked out. Like sharks are my, my no-nos. Oh, yeah. honestly, do do research on sharks. They're actually pretty docile creatures. Uh, I, I I know that. They just give me horrible nightmares. Oh, like okay. I'm, I'm cool with them. Like, it's like I a rational fear, like the loss yeah, of yeah. no. mm -hmm. I get it. Um, I didn't put a note down, but I did remember the... The the oneer, the, their only oneer in the entire movie, with Donald Logue trying to get out of the city, and it's the, the camera op is like oh, yeah, seated yeah. in the passenger seat, and he pulls up, and it's all one shot, and he like you know he backs up, and there's some shooting and people dying and stuff, and I was like, wow, this guy, this director probably thought he was doing a Children of Men here, wasn't he? Yeah. But it looks it looks like I don't, it's like a piss poor like fan made version yeah. of it, <laughs> it and. Looked like somebody was sitting in the passenger seat. Yeah, was <laughs> there was no dy dynamicism to it. Um, I didn't feel any tension. I wasn't yeah. scared for Donald Logue's character at all. Like, you um, just know Donald Logue. Whenever the director was like explaining the vision to him, Donald was like thinking, like, "Man, this guy's a piece of shit." But <laughs> and then Donald, it's a paycheck. Donald, yeah, and then Donald Logue's like. I understand your vision. It's going to yeah. be incredible. Oh <laughs> it's not going to look dark and muddy and disgusting at all. No, no, no. This is he art. Back, he gets back to the station, and his gun is unloaded, and it's in the passenger seat. And it's like... I don't know. There's so many... Like, when I think about them, there are so many bits that, like, I, I would have laughed at if I w went into this with that kind of attitude. But, like, the moment that the zombie gets lit on fire and starts advancing towards Leon while he's sitting at the desk on his with his headphones on and he just doesn't notice it and it's just it's like a slow-mo shot from the side of this fucking huge dude on fire just advancing towards him yeah. and then Donald shoots him in the head and that's when Leon is like whoa but his reaction is like so like empty and just like like whoa. he just literally watched a man on fire get his head blown off and his reaction is like whoa what the fuck dude yeah. Well, oh, oh my god <laughs> captain no <laughs> not to mention not to mention that truck that oil tanker exploding outside the police station oh for no reason for no reason that thing that thing that thing would have hurt, that would have hurt lockered his brain yeah. like he would have died mm -hmm. with the explosion radius on that, but he that that didn't shake the police station or anything. No, well, not no. to mention the cars he hit before it and everything else. Like I want those, I want that headset because that's the best headset known to man. Apparently, that thing blocked over, out everything. Not even over. -ear. Great Walkman. It's it's a fantastic. You know, it's made by Sony. It had to be. Diction. Did you know that that movie took place in the nineties? I want you. To I mean, know that. they made it pretty explicit in the beginning, but then later, no, not really. 
Just None of it really felt violence. like the night. Like they played a couple of tracks from the '90s, and then yeah, and then once the zombie mayhem gets started, you kind of just forget like that. It 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 doesn't matter at a certain point. It just stops mattering when it takes place. Exactly. Except for like maybe like oh why don't they use their cell phones? But there's never really a moment where that would have come up. You know, <laughs> you always know what time it is in the film, so that's good. Oh thank God yeah, for that. Sure yeah. You know what time it is at all times. It's, I was, like, it's three o'clock. It's okay. three o seven a.m. And it's like there's two times you need to know in that movie, and you don't need a clock to tell the time. Is it dark? Is it dawn? Yeah, like, exactly. After the sun goes down, it doesn't matter what time it is. <laughs> It's night. It's they night. They have medication time. that they needed to take. Okay, they needed to know when it was three a.m. All right, they needed their vitamins. <coughs> um, hey, addiction. Have you ever bled from your eyeball for a couple of weeks and not gone to, <laughs> gone to the doctor? So many it? times, countless times. <laughs> oh, I just started a couple. I'm of just weeks like, ago. well, this isn't a symptom of COVID, so I guess I'm good, right? Like, I don't need to go to the hospital for this. I don't want to be a part of the problem. So there's a scene where the virus has started, right? And Leon Kennedy's at the bar and the waitress just starts bleeding out of her fucking eye. Blood. Like a lot of it. Like it was like a bleeding nose. Like it was a, it was a gusher. Starts coming out of her eye. And Leon's like, um. <laughs> Leon's like, hey. And she's like, ah, oh, shit, yeah. I've been mean. It's been like that for a week. I got to get it checked out. And, and I just looked at Grace and I was like, hey. Have you ever seen blood come out of someone's eye, like, ever in real life, like, in history? And I, because I haven't seen it in 33 years of life. I've never seen anybody just cry blood before. <laughs> just to handle it. <laughs> just to handle it like that. Oh, yeah. It's, yeah. it's been. It happened two weeks ago, you know. I think it's from the fryer in the back. You know, it's, like, <laughs> it's, it's bleeding fine. out of my eyeball. It's, it's Raccoon City. You Leon's know? like, word, word, yeah. truth. I feel that. that. I, I, you know what? That's true. You, I heard that my buddy had that like three weeks ago. So, you know, you're good. The raccoon said. He had the eye bloods. <laughs> got a bad case of the eye bloods. I got to call in. I'm sorry. Yeah. I'm going to be out for a week. Oh, Jesus. But yeah, he's just so stupid. All right, keep going. What other notes do you have? Um, I, I could. I, I, did I mention the CG? That's the one I wrote down. Um, oh, when oh. that Irish actor's voice gets deeper as he becomes more T-virus, Elmal. Um, I remember <laughs> laughing hysterically. He's like leaning against the, the door frame and he's becoming more and more like like uh, uh -huh. tyrant. And he's like, it's like, you don't know what I've accomplished in my life. It all happens at once. <laughs> it's just like someone did a pitch down. Like, as he was speaking with the microphone, it was so fucking funny to me. And then, that, yeah, that, that whole bit was just great. That guy is Bison from Legend of Chun-Li. True. Oh, Neil McDonough, it's, yeah. He's also Dum Dum Dugan in the Captain America movie. Right. He's also in the Sonic the Hedgehog movie as military He is. Person. Oh, yeah. He's yeah. A general. Yeah. Oh, and he's the bad guy in Walking Tall with Dwayne The Rock Johnson. He's wow. actually a really good bad guy in that, too. He's in Minority Report as well. Yeah, yeah. Let me think. Uh, How many... That whole bit, like, don't run, everybody runs. Yeah. Okay. Well, now that we've spent all that time talking about that <laughs> C-tier actor. <laughs> a C-tier actor that we know most of his movies. I know so I know that he's recently been a part of that whole, like, uh, uh, geezer teaser thing with, like, you know, where Bruce Willis is on the... On the uh, of a of a movie they made for a million dollars and he wa and but he's only in the movie for like five minutes what is that what? you've never seen it's it's like any bruce willis movie that's come out in the last six years or so or like john travolta seagal um mm -hmm. bunch yeah. bunch of the you know the older generation action heroes 
Um, yeah, there's like this producer. That, there's a whole thing on Red Letter Media where they broke it down. But like basically this producer figured out a formula where they could put, they, they give Bruce Willis a, like most of the budget, the production budget, money goes to him. He He's on set for like a day, maybe two. Mm-hmm. And, then, and then they just make a movie around him basically. And so he has a he has a body double. So whenever there's an action scene, it's not Bruce Willis. It's some bald guy they shoot from behind or out of focus. Yeah. And and then they put his face on the cover, his name on the cover, and then it sells like hotcakes on VOD to like thirty five yeah. year old men who are lonely. Exactly. Yeah. But he was in yeah. a recent one uh, called Apex. I think it's called. Gotcha. It, he's usually like next to Frank Grillo, right? Frank Grillo's oh, a bit, yeah. He's always like the second lead, and I feel bad for Frank Grillo because I love Frank. Grillo. He's he's pretty great when you get when you give Frank him the right Grillo. role, you know. He's incredible. He's, he's good Frank in the second Purge movie. He's really good in that. Yeah, one. Was, they they uh, was Joe Carnahan made a movie with him recently on Hulu, where it's it's a oh, it's a time it's the, a time di- dilation. That's movie a good movie. He, yeah. yeah. What's it fucking called? I always it's like game over or something. It, like yeah, that. It's, it's like a vi- it's basically a video game uh-huh. in a movie form. Yeah. It's really fun though. It's very, really, yeah. It's derivative as shit, but it's like it works. It totally works. Boss level. So, that's it. Boss level. Oh I, yes. I was, I was so disappointed when Joe Carnahan became disassociated with the Uncharted movie because he made yeah. Um, he had made uh the A Team and the A Team is like oh, super so underrated. That's like a really fun time. I used to back before he he left Twitter or was banned off Twitter for harassing Trumpists. Uh, I used to like talk to Joe Carnahan on Twitter a lot about movies and stuff. We were just like back oh, and that's forth. So cool. Yeah, he's a super nice dude. But like I, at some point during the Trump administration, he lost like he could not handle what was happening to America. Like he's a very yeah. liberal dude. And I, I, and he would just actively attack people on Twitter who were like, like you know, like pundits on Fox and stuff like that. Oh, and okay, at some yeah, point yeah. I think he probably got his, his account deactivated for being uh, so aggressive towards him. But, I mean, good <laughs> for him, but too bad. For yeah. Him. Yeah. Uh, uh, <laughs> but man, he was, he was super cool. I was, I was really excited about a Joe Carnahan led cause he could direct action really well. And yeah, um, I think he's good he with dialogue bad. too. He's really, really his sharp yeah. guy because yes. he talks like that. That's just how he talks. Really, and yeah, when he's like when he, when he used to be on Twitter, that was like how he would fucking tear people down is with that that sharp ass wit. Mm-hmm. I had like a, a power fantasy that um, as soon as whenever I saw the news that he was associated with it, I was like, man, if they could just get Bradley Cooper to be Nathan Drake before he gets too old <laughs> and have Joe Carnahan direct it and like tonally, that movie would just be so sick and. Full of that, um, uh, that like really witty sarcasm. Like Joe Carnahan, kind of reminds me of like if Shane Black was PG thirteen and a little less a little, conceited. As, as yeah, much as yeah, I loves Shane Black. Um, He's not very humble, whereas Carnahan's pretty yeah. goddamn humble. Except when that El Chicano movie didn't do very well, he got pretty pissed off about that. Oh man, what's the El Chicano movie? Yeah, it was, it was a movie one. produced that was like about a, a a Mexican superhero, and it just it just it didn't really work. wasn't very oh, good, okay. and the critics weren't nice to it, so he got pretty pissed off and started going after critics. Which you uh, you can't do that. Like Kevin Smith tried that before. It does not. Yeah. Like like the critics are gonna say what they're gonna say, and that's it. Like just you know whatever, dude. Yeah. Okay, let's talk about let's talk about movies. Period. Okay. So I got myself. Resident Evil sucks. Don't watch it. There we go. Yeah, I, even saying it. that, it's like the fourth best Resident Evil movie, though. That's true. That's say. it's a it's, really sad thing. Yeah, it's sad to say. It's still out of the eight or nine movies that there are. It's the fourth best live action because I know people are gonna be like the CGI movies are good. Live action, it's the fourth best one. Yeah, yeah. 
Um, okay, so diction. Mm-hmm. Let's just roll some favorite movies real quick to see if it spars some awesome movie conversation. Sure. Go for it. <laughs> oh, you, oh, you can't just throw that at me. That's, yeah. <laughs> okay, uh, so Grayson, let's uh-huh. see. Grayson's rolling. Okay, let, oh, you know what? We need to talk about, every, fuck everything I just said. We need to talk about Texas Chainsaw Mask. Did you watch oh. Addiction? I watched it halfway through, and then I gave up. No! Oh, no! Why? Because it was atrocious. No, Dixon, come on. It had one good kill in it, and then it was just... You those didn't fucking it, though. I know, but, like, the Gen Zers, I couldn't handle them, and I know that's the point. I know you're supposed to not like them, but it was just, like, I, I've <sighs> dealt with those people in real life, you know? And it's, like, I'd rather not see them depicted ever again on any sort of, like, media... Especially for as long as of screen time as they get in that movie. Where um, did you, when did you stop watching? It was they they'd all locked themselves in the bus, and then I think a girl from eighth grade got out of the bus, and she found the dude with his his jaw cut open. And it was like around that like, part, I just kind of tuned out and watched. Something oh, else. you didn't even see him go through the bus. Oh, does he kill them on the bus? Oh, I mean, I'll go back and I'll go God. back and finish it. I was like, I'll finish this later. I want to watch something better right now. Dick, yeah, I, like, I I think the last <laughs> half of that film will make you love that film. Okay, yeah. like I just yeah, like totally. I don't know. I I love Texas Chainsaw Massacre. I rewatched it like a few months ago, and it fucking holds up so goddamn well. Yeah. But it was like, here's the thing: it's like not all the 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 characters are like unlikable. It's just the dude in the wheelchair that is like this annoying piece of shit. And you can't wait for him to get thrown off a cliff sometime. Um, oh, whereas, whereas in the new movie, everyone is that character. They're all that annoying dude in the wheelchair. Yeah, man, I I, I disagree. Really? I in the original, like I watched the original except for the the, the 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 Texas guy, the tough guy with the truck. He's he's yeah. likable. Yeah. But in the original one, I don't like any of the characters. I don't care about any of them. Well, like no, Sally, it's not that I I, like I don't care about them. It's that I don't mind like some of them over like him like he's so loud and obnoxious and i poop my pants you know just like really out there and that's the point everyone else is pretty like you know they're just 70s character actors whatever yeah grace and i really 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 love the texas chainsaw remake the first one not the beginning but the the, jessica biel one yeah yeah with andrew bernarski doing leatherface you got zane it's just um that's like the dirtiest i mean besides like saw movies that is like that movie conveys hopelessness <laughs> and just like um I think besides Saw, like Texas Chainsaw Massacre remake is like the number one I would never want to be in that situation horror movie. Mine mine is the ruins. Which oh, I feel like a lot of people don't talk about. Yeah, the, the Mayan one with the plants and stuff. Yeah. yeah good. That one's that's like a, that movie gross. has a fucking kid getting shot in the head in the first fifteen minutes. Yeah, it's like and it nuts. just gets it just gets worse. There's I can't a... I can't watch body horror movies because like I'm scared that like I have like a fingernail thing. Oh uh, like, there's none of that, but there is definitely no. like there is a sequence where the plants are coming out of a dude's throat. Like they're inside it his is. body oh, yeah. and shit. It there's gets really it's such a ho- apparently the book is even more grim than the movie because oh, like they're trapped that. on this place and they can't leave because there's a whole tribe of people with guns if they step off it they'll get shot so they're just trapped there with no like no water nothing yeah. no lifeline and then these plants are encroaching on them that are like mimicking their voices and their laughter and stuff and they're just fucking with them it is it's a gr- it's a 
it's not a great movie, but like it it absolutely accomplishes that sense of just like hopelessness. Just like you're mm-hmm. fucked, dude. Like there's nothing you can it's, do. It's a good one watcher. Like it's it's a good to watch it. It's a cool idea, and the special effects in that movie are very good. They're very, very good, yeah. It, it's it's one of those to where, like, if you're not prepared for it, there's a couple of scenes that you'll be like, oh, God. Yeah. Yeah. It gets gross. <laughs> anytime, anytime, um, anytime you hear in a trailer, cut it out, cut it out of me. I'm like, I can't watch that one. <laughs> as big as a horror movie fan, it, like, the movie, like, Bug comes Ooh, to mind. Oh, yeah. Like, oh, I can't God. watch. I've always been scared to watch that movie. Because I think John Frankenheimer, Frankenheimer made that uh, the, the, the Exorcist guy. Yeah, the Exorcist guy. And I'm just like, uh, it was originally a play. The, oh, I the bet that was be a great. Yeah, play. so you know, oh, you, no ever, you know, the other movie he did, it's it's from the same writer. Uh, fuck, what's it called? The one where Matthew McConaughey puts a chicken, fried chicken, where his dick should be, and then Joe. Does something ter- yeah, uh, a, yeah, something Joe. Joe. Yeah, I think, yeah, yeah, that was also a play. It was the same writer. And uh, I've seen Bug a couple of times, and the second time around, I was like, "Oh yeah, this is definitely a fucking play. Like this whole thing takes place in this hotel room." But yeah, um, like a, a fun two-person production with really good dialogue. Yeah, there's and... like three whole characters and stuff, and it's it is it is creepy, but it's like it's paranoia, like horror. It's all about Michael Shannon convincing this woman that like he's got bugs inside of him, and they're all over the place, and but they never actually are there. You never, you're never uh, sure if they're actually there. Exactly. Yeah. Yeah. That's good though. God, man, I haven't watched that movie since it probably released. I don't remember much about it. I remember the trailer being sick though. Yeah. The trailer, the trailer freaked me out. Cause that was one of those, like the trailer was like, this is the most disgusting film I've ever made. <laughs> every, every trailer does that. Like you yep. won't believe your eyes. <laughs> yeah. Grace and I uh, constantly voice frustration because just especially in the past couple of years, it's like the most terrifying film of the past decade. And it's like, well, you mm-hmm. must not have watched any movies. In the past <laughs> yeah. decade. What have which, you seen lately? <laughs> yeah. Which was the one that did that to me. I, I don't understand the love of which I, I don't get the bitch. Yeah. Like I, <laughs> I like I, yeah. I don't get it. I, I, I love that movie unabashedly, but I totally understand because their marketing was terrible. Mm-hmm. It was like this yeah. is gonna be the next Exorcist. In the movie is like it's not what it's about, dude. Like, it's yeah, it's it's, I, it's religious folk horror. It's not anything like it's different than this other shit. You should yeah, have they, led with that. Like, yeah, if, if 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 I went into the witch thinking or with a trailer that said a pretty a pretty cool creepy movie about abducting children during pilgrim time, yeah. I would have been like. I'm like, sounds pretty sick to me. Let's watch it. And then yeah. at the end, I would have been like, hey, that was pretty creepy. That's a good watch. About like an hour, 10 minutes, like not a huge waste of time. Yeah. Like at least it went by kind of fast. And it was like, cool, pretty trippy stuff. That was a good time. But instead, it's like, you're going to fucking shit your pants. Nail-biting tension. to say that. It was like nail-biting tension. And then people are like, I can't understand this dialogue. What are they? It's so English. Yeah. I don't know what's going on. Mm-hmm. It's like, get ready to fucking die. This movie's going to kill you. It's like, I, I mean. <laughs> I want I want a trailer to have the nuts to have a review that says, this movie's going to scare the fucking shit out of you. <laughs> Get what, ready. What was what was the classic movie that they were like, you're gonna die in the movie theater because you're gonna have a heart attack and fucking I pass mean, out. In the Exorcist the last house on the left, they did oh that. yeah, they did. Oh, yeah, 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 you gotta yeah. say it's only a movie. It's, it's only, only yeah, a movie. yeah, yeah. And then you they watch it, and it's like it has a pretty brutal, you know, 
R word scene, like really brutal. Yeah. After that, it's just a it's a slasher movie with some weird, wacky like comedy antics from like the sheriff, like the bumbling yeah. sheriff yeah, the character that keep cutting to him, and he's like, it's weird. But apparently, Wes Craven had a whole. It was like a Vietnam allegory, or I don't know something. Yeah. The old, the old, the original one is like, it's 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 like this is. You know, after the terrible scene, it's like, this is kind of funny. Like, yeah, it's a real tonal shift. It's like in the original Dawn of the Dead where it's like, you know, there's like these hopeless scenes of these characters who are desperately trying to survive. And then, you know, the, the goofy shit with them pieing the, you know, the zombies in the face. It's, and, and, yeah. Like, it, none of it makes a whole lot of co nope. cohesive sense, tell, but. Tell there. me if I'm wrong. Does the la original last house on the left have a scene where somebody was chasing somebody with a chainsaw that's like this long? I don't, it's Does been so happen? long. Since there's I've seen it. there's <laughs> the dad at the dad at the end of the movie is chasing after the main the main guy that does the 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 bad stuff. He has like a chainsaw that he's running yeah, after him with one. It's like it's like the length of a train whistle. He's like, mm. I mean, it might be. I mean, they probably ran out of money and couldn't get that big of a chainsaw. Yeah. So they're like, just make it work. Let's let's. That's a pretty good topic, especially as horror movie fans. What's the what's the last movie where you were like, fuck. Yeah, like that was, that that was kind of, I mean, now we're thirty now. I don't know. How I know. Hard I'm trying to. Like, I know. I've watched a lot of like, movies recently. Uh, I think Cannibal Holocaust has been the only one that I'm just like, God. I just, I rough. just, I just put a theme song on my Spotify because I remembered how good it was and how completely, in, yeah, and it's so inappropriate mm -hmm. because it's such a like beautiful and hypnotic Whimsical. song, yeah. And then good. the movie happens, but they play it's, it throughout the whole film too. It's like in a lot of scenes, including some like really dark scenes. So, it is yeah. cool to look at that movie though and be like, "Oh, cool! This is where found footage started." Yeah, dope. But other it's, than that, it's, it's just it's it's rough. It's the it's the animal violence. I, yeah, it's, that shit's it's fucked so up. it's so hard to watch that. And that goes with like Italian movies. Like I love Italian horror movies, but they are rough. They're rough to watch. Yeah. Like any Fulci film, you're you're expecting to see like three or four eyes get gouged out at any point in time, or any <laughs> Italian horror movie for yeah. that matter. But th th that other than that, like I'm usually I'm pretty good. Like there's not much that really gets to me anymore because I've kind of seen it all. Yeah, I was uh, I, I was watching a movie called Terrified or Terrifier. I think. Oh, oh that's the clown. Spanish one, right? On, on no, yeah, no, 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 it's yeah, a yeah, Spanish yeah. one. It's got um, the cover of it is like that dead, wet kid's body sitting at the table, mm -hmm. and it like you know I'm ten minutes into it and I'm like, yeah, this is probably the best horror movie I've seen in twenty five years. Wow. <laughs> and then, and then it just completely turns into like a three out of 10. And I was just, like, I was just so pissed. You hate to see it when it's like, they, they start off strong out the gate and then it just kind of loses steam. Yes. Yeah. It's, it's just got that classic, like, cool. There's a guy in the cupboard. I just saw him walk in there. And then it's like, he opens it up and it's like, Oh shit. He's it's that very, um, it's that very, uh, are you looking at the entire frame of the picture? Because you could miss it, you know? Right. And it's like, oh, I saw, I saw, there's a, there's a something hiding under that guy's bed. I just saw his feet in the bottom of the frame. And that's what's creepy to me is like, it's almost like um, as a viewer, those kind of movies like Hereditary and stuff. I like those kinds of movies because um, 
It's like a ghost in the room with you, only it's like in the frame, right? And then it just falls off, and there's a couple of interesting scares, and then it's like once the story starts, you realize that it's a dog shit movie, and then it and then it it ends, you know, with it one of those like that's the end of the movie. Like I hate when that happens. I wouldn't like when it just stops. Yeah, I do have to. I have to rescind my earlier statement about Sonic the Hedgehog. Actually, um, the best video game adaptation is Werewolves Within by Josh Rubin. I have not seen that it's yet. Fucking, I've been wanting it to is watch a, that. It is a. It's an eight out of ten. Hilarious whodunit. It is so good. I've been wanting but to like, watch that. It's it technically no one remembers because no one played the video game. It's based off of. It was a, an Ubisoft VR game. Based on the game Werewolf or Mafia, basically. Gotcha. But um, the movie, which came out last year, is a like it's a small Vermont Vermont town. A new range park ranger comes in. People start dying, and they all hole up and try to figure out who, like what's going on and who's killing them. But it's done with like seriously sharp comedy. Like real, like everyone is on their A game. It is absolutely hysterical. Very fun. Uh, doesn't overstay its welcome. I highly recommend it. But the it's really hard to be like it's the best video game movie when people are like, "What? What fuck is Werewolves?" Yeah, never, never heard of it, dude. <laughs> and it's and it's got the AT and T girl from all the ads. Yeah, uh-huh. and she's on, awesome. On Yahoo News. She's hilarious in it. You won't believe who Matt Damon is dating. But, uh, guess it's the AT and T girl. You'll never believe what happens next. And it's just a picture of her, and she looks incredible <laughs> in like this dress on the red carpet. They put it's her like, on so many of those things. Yeah. It's ridiculous. I, every I feel day bad for I get served. Yeah. yeah, every day I get served an ad that's like, "Look how hot she is." And it's like, I did. Yeah, you're right, but I'm still not going to click it. Why are you serving this to me? Um, last horror movie I watched that like I thought was pretty creepy was The Vigil. Let me yeah. see. Let me see if I know what that one came is. out in 2019. I want to say it's on Hulu. Vigil. It's about. I've not seen. Yeah, this. it's about a um, Hasidic Jew, Orthodox Jew. Sorry, who uh, uh, gets basically kind of conned into uh, sitting shomer for um, someone when, which is when somebody dies, um, someone has to sit there and be in the room with the body until they can come and pick it up for to prepare it for a funeral. It's all okay. it's so so their spirit can rest and everything, and so yeah, his friend hits him up and he's like, "Hey, I've had two people bounce like bounce on me on this job, and like I know you don't really do this anymore, but I'll pay you like five hundred dollars if you do this." So he's like, "Fine, okay." And so he goes to spend the night at this place with this dead body there, and like basically creepy shit starts happening that is defy like his religion and like what he believes in and stuff. It's really creepy. And just like the basic idea of being alone in a room with a dead body is like already very kind of like make, makes you uncomfortable, at least for me personally. Um, but yeah, it goes very, really, really cool, interesting places. And his character gets a lot of like a lot of room to like grow as a, as, as his person. And yeah, I'd, I'd highly recommend it. It's pretty I'll creepy. check that out. And I think the director is he's doing something next that I'm kind of excited for. Oh, he's doing the Firestarter. Uh, remake oh okay. cool yeah which the the trailer was a little too bombastic for me but i mean i like zach efron i think he's underrated uh by a lot of people yeah is he's he really playing t- the dad yeah he's the dad character. okay <clears throat> okay i gotta say i think the last good horror movie i watched probably vhs 94 is really good that one's fun 
Yeah. I, I oh, love, yeah. we had, I, I'm, we had I'm just like Sean is, I love anthology, anthology horror movies. So like watching that and having fun with that oh, was good. Scream, I told, scream was I good told you, Sean, about the, the mortuary stories, right? I love that. I okay, watched yeah, that. I that was yeah. such a fun time. Yeah. It's loved so good. It. And it's Clancy Brown it. and the weird ass mm-hmm. makeup. It's so He's good. Having, Clancy Brown is just like, look. I just want to cut loose and have a good time. Yeah, and he Let's does. Too. He does. Yeah. It's also incredibly well filmed. Like it, it is. It, every shot is gorgeous with like incredible like production design and mm-hmm. sets and everything. And yeah, yeah. It's, it's gross as hell. You know, like every mm-hmm. story is really unique and cool. You I see, like, that's that's what I like. Whenever Shutter movies actually come in and they're like, "Oh, hey, this is a really really good movie that yeah. you don't expect to be good." Because there's a lot of them that you expect to be good, and it's just like, "Oh man, come on." Yeah. I really Post wish I like normally I'm like not for the annual release of stuff like when they mm-hmm. used to have a, a new Saw movie every year, you know, and stuff like that. But a new VHS every year, I would not mind because there's, you know, thousands of horror directors out there that should be given a shot to do yep. like a short, like 15, 20 minute, like Splatterfest or whatever the hell they want to do. And like, it's, it's it's OK that they're not every vignette is is the best. It's like, yeah, take the good with the bad. And it's fine that some of them. It makes the the better ones like elevated, you know. It's weird because with ninety four, like I don't think there's one in ninety four I didn't like. Like I liked every story on that one. Yeah, very I like odd. Usually, I liked all of them. the The Taiwanese one is probably the best, or Indonesian. It was uh, the one the one that's all first person. The yes, in the laboratory, that, really, that one's yeah. fantastic. But the one with the fucking the militants and the in the oh, with the vampire, <laughs> yeah, they're just a bunch of bumbling idiots, I dude. Love it's so it. funny. Oh my god, <laughs> I love that take on vampires too. It was so oh yeah, much fun. it's it's just good. It's just good stuff. But yeah, I wish I wish they had like the the funding to do that. Like as a as a Halloween every Halloween time you get a new VHS movie with, yeah. with different directors. I'd be totally down for that. Yeah, like I, th- I think it'd be really cool. You just and you can make it to where it's like, okay, here's four stories that are each thirty minutes long, and I'd be yeah. like, dope. Okay, cool. I I'm think they need that. to figure out how to how to do the through line stories better because every time they do them, it's it's the, the like the first and second movies made sense. The second one even more so. It's like an inve- two investigators go to this house on a job and then they start watching the tapes. Like that makes sense. But then this newest one, it's like it's a SWAT team breaking into yeah. a in a warehouse and there's no reason for it and why are the tapes like none of it really glued together at all at the end it was just kind of like here's a reason the tapes are being watched there you go yeah you want to sneak in the fifth story throughout right but yeah make it like uh make it like a guy just like hey check out what's on this tape and then like (laughs) have it like as it's going on like things around the guy gets weirder and weirder and he's just like hey come back here and let me show you like the ultimate one yeah. And yeah. then it's just like you find out how creepy the guy really is and something he's affiliated with all the videos or something. There there was there was a movie that really got to me. Man, maybe you can help me figure out addiction. But at the end of the movie, there's a mother's body and like her skin is like black and peeling off and she's like laying in bed with her daughter. And it was like so specific. I don't know, man. Yeah. That's, I, I know, oh, I know, wow. I, I thought it was mama at first, but I know it's not because you can, you, you were the one that told me to watch mama. So I know it was like that. this really slow burn horn. I was just looking it up because I thought like knew me, knew me rap was in it. Rapport, um, yeah. But, um, oh God, I can't think of what it is. Never mind. I fucking suck. God, it's going to be is it an older crazy. movie. Or yeah. Is it it's like, it's like a 2015 to 2019 awesome. movie. Broad range, I don't know. 
movies. I must not have seen that because I probably remember yeah. that. Last movie I watched that had like a fucking horrifying banger of an ending is a movie called Hunter Hunter with uh, Devin Sawa. Oh, I and haven't seen that. It's really good. It's a, it's a bit of a slow burn, and it's not a horror movie at all. It's more of a thriller. But the final, like, five minutes of that movie is the most horrifying shit I've seen in a long time. And I won't spoil it, but it's it's absolutely worth watching the whole thing to get to that uh -huh. point. Because um, it is pretty entertaining and interesting. But yeah, that oh my god, it ends. That ending is just rough, man. That's that's what I've been <laughs> wanting. Is I've been wanting a movie that really like. I'm like, oh my god, like, yeah, that got me. Because, I've never like, seen something that yeah. that like that fucked up in a movie in a while, like a really it's, long while. The last movie that truly like messed me up was probably as until I was about 13. The original Halloween terrified me. Mm -hmm. Like it was like I would hear the music and I would freak out. Now it's my favorite movie of all time evil dies tonight no nah, i don't except for that one. <laughs> like we don't talk about halloween kills man i will say in saying that i've seen that movie six times because i keep telling myself i'm like there's gotta be something i like about this movie other than michael and there's not oh. like they just ruin everything in that movie in my opinion hey they got another shot there's one more coming they got they can, yeah they can, no. they can turn I it around out fate i keep i keep holding faith that they're, they're like to me, I'm just like, please let let Laurie Strode and Michael die. Just please, <laughs> just let them both die. You just it's, like have a battle good. and they kill yes. each other, and that's and yes, place burns down and that's it or something. You know? Yes, like have her go down as a hero and just be like, okay, there you go. We'll just make a whole new Halloween series if we want to continue on. Yeah, completely fine with that. Yeah, I think our favorite movie from hell or horror movie from recent years. I I don't know if Grace will agree, but I think our the Fetty Alvarez's Evil Dead movie is like oh, our, yeah. oh, is like way up there. Yeah, I watch that movie like three or four times a year. Like, it's 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 probably man, it might be one of the best remakes ever made. Because it's like not even a remake. It's like mm. they take elements and then they make yeah. their own story. Yep. I, I remember seeing it in the theater and I was like, all right, what's their excuse for them being in the cabin? Like, oh. This dude's sister is is a drug addict, and they're trying to force her to fucking, like, like kick it. I was like, that is a great reason to yes. like, have you yep. alone in a secluded area because it's like, I've seen I've seen plenty of like you know documentaries like that. That's what you got to do with these people sometimes. Like their their addiction is strong, man. You got to just separate them from any exactly. access to it. So yep. like I was like, that's perfect. And then and it then just like keeps going. It's so good. Yep that terrible moment when she's like, Hey, I was just assaulted in the woods by a demon. <laughs> Can you help me? And they're like, look, I know withdrawal's hard. <laughs> yeah. It's just like, it's like, Oh no. It's like, no wonder they wouldn't believe her, dude. She's cracked out. Yeah. <laughs> it's such an awesome, it's such an, they're like, they're like, did you, where did you find the drugs? Where did you find yeah. it? And she's like, no, I'm, I'm going to kill you all here in a second because I'm a demon. Like, you don't mean that. You don't mean that. We yeah. love you. Like, <laughs> it's, the, uh, it's the addiction. That's the drugs talking. Yeah. You just yeah. needed cocaine. It's okay. We're here with you. We got one of, you. One of my biggest fears is, um, is, is um, people genuinely thinking that I'm crazy. Like that's very scary. To oh me. yeah, like, like that like, movie Unsane or whatever that's filmed on the. Yeah. The or, um, I haven't seen that yet. Like the Invisible Man. Oh my where god! Where she's just being so gaslit yes. the entire oh, time, and no god. one like I god. That, I think that movie is a straight up masterpiece. I've watched. Yeah, it I agree. Time. 
I agree. Um, I saw that movie. And, I think that's another one I've seen about three or four. Yeah, times. and then there's a there's a yeah. there's a Steven Soderbergh movie with Jude Law and Rooney Mara, where she kills Channing Tatum, and then he's like the lawyer that has to convince with people Zeta that Jones. she wasn't on drugs on medication or something, and yeah, no one believes killed, him or something like that. Yeah, I think I think I think that's the. I, I think that. she kills him. I think she kills him in her sleep. Yeah, she right? says. She well, sleeps. she says that she's heavily medicated, and and the medication is what drove her to do it. And then I yeah. think it's his job to to prove that that's not true, and she knew what she was doing. But no one fucking believes him. Like everyone is just like like a whole movie is you just sitting there white knuckling it. Like why won't people fucking listen to this guy? Uh, side effects. That's it. Um, I've never, yeah, I've never seen that. that. It's great. The it's, it's so like, good. It's like a really good thriller. Yeah, it's a solid thriller. Um, I, anything uh, Soderbergh does is good. I've I've realized that about him as a filmmaker. He can make any fucking type of movie, and like Soderberg, some of them are lesser than others. Mummy, right? No, he did. Uh, so he did Sex Lives and Videotape, Ocean's Eleven, Twelve, Thirteen. Okay, yeah, um, that's right. Traffic. Yeah, uh, so like he blend, he can go from one genre to another, and it's like you don't really realize you're watching one of his movies until you, it clicks. Yeah, like the Limey is a good one. You know? I, I remember Out of Sight. I think that's a so. Oh yeah, that's is that with yeah. Clooney. Is that yeah, Clooney? yeah, and Lopez. As, as as a kid, you're watching it and you're like, "This is just a super fun, sexy, uh, like sexy action comedy or whatever." And then you watch it's like, "Man, this is really smart. Fun. It's smart. It's groovy. Mm -hmm. They have that yeah. whole. They have that whole bit. I love a good like setup and payoff. And they have one of the best ones ever in that movie where there's this bumbling like you know. Uh, character who keeps like he's wearing these shoes he bought that he's really proud of, but he keeps slipping in them and he does it like three times. And this, it is the other dudes are like, You gotta take the shoes off, man. He keeps slipping in the shoes. And then there's this fucking moment at the end where George Clooney's on the top of some stairs and the dude's coming at him with a gun. He slips and shoots himself in the head. Yep. And it's just the most brilliant payoff of any, any like the stupidest thing. It's just that's like that's slippery that's shoes. Like that's Tarantino, yep. you know, yeah. and it's just like. In this, in this George Clooney J Lo movie, yeah. like, you think it's gonna be like Geely or something? <laughs> oh God! It's no, like, no, no, man, you went way out there. I know. Wow. We, 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 well, <laughs> well, J that's the saying, kind yeah. of movie J Lo yeah. was in, right? Yeah, yeah. And uh, wait, you, yeah. you better put some respect on her name. She was in Anaconda. Okay, that's a classic. It is a classic. Uh, in Anaconda theaters. skin. <laughs> <laughs> oh, the skin they don't. For yourselves, whatever said it's grown since <laughs> Puts a wasp in his little bitty. Freaking! Oh yeah, that's that's that's, that's yeah. something Sean doesn't like. Uh, yeah, wasp. wasp in his throat. Yeah. Ugh. Uh, can't believe oh. they made so many sequels to that movie. I know. <laughs> to to Search. what? Anaconda. There's like four. So how sequels. many are there? There's a bunch. Search for the blood orchid. It, eventually, yeah, I knew, it, I knew uh, of two, but eventually sci-fi got the rights to it, so they just like oh, pump no. out Anaconda movies every so often. Wait. Does Hasselhoff show up in one of those? Or yeah, he's like the third classic? one. Okay, it's the yeah. Titanoboa one or whatever. Where it's like it's like <laughs> the size of the one from Resident Evil, the game. Oh heck, Anaconda yeah. three, Offspring, <laughs> Anaconda four, Trails of Blood, Anaconda film series. I remember that uh, the CG in the original Anaconda was like it was like a hundred thousand dollars a second, and that's why that movie's aged well. Has it aged well? I haven't it's watched that since I was about 16. It so. is aged infinitely better than most giant snake movies that you've seen recently. I believe that. 
Well, that's because um, all the giant snake movies that are re- at least recently were made for like a hundred thousand dollars. Yeah, so you couldn't afford to make well, a good looking snake. Is there a is there a better giant snake movie than Anaconda? There Am I isn't. missing something? No, like, that's number one. They hit it. I really can't think of one. Yeah. yeah, yeah. Like I can't. It's because it's another... they're really hard to like animate properly because they're yeah. they, they can move any any which way they want to. Mm-hmm. There's an Anaconda versus Lake Placid. Of course there is. I, I love I, Lake Placid. I, I I'm such a slut for Lake Placid. I love Oliver Platt. So seeing him in that, yeah, like, he's yes. Good old Platt. Oh, Danny Trejo's in this. Oh yeah, he's the one that dies in the beginning. I forgot about that. Oh, oh yeah. good old Danny Trejo just yeah. showing up in all those movies and Rob Zombie movies. I've got to say, I'm not a fan of Rob Zombies. So. I'm not either. Okay, thank yeah, Grayson, God. it's a joke um, on the channel to yeah, uh, yeah. to uh, Grayson hates Rob Zombie's Halloween because they just kind of, yeah, his dad's an alcoholic. Of course he's an evil kid, right? It's oh, kinda, he kills it's, animals. His well, mom yeah, once you try to explain stripper. who Michael Myers is, he's no longer scary. Exactly. Like he, yeah. the Thank reason he's scared. That's why he's called the yes. shape. You know. Yes. Like, he's, he, he's, he's the less you know is the, the, the is makes him creepier. Obviously. Exactly. If like, you can't explain it, it scares you because why is he that way? He yeah. just is. It's like now oh, that wow. I know that Jeffrey Dahmer, you know, like killed cats as a kid, does that make me, you know, it, it, I don't know. I'm, I'm trying to make an analogy here. It's not really working. But it's like it yeah, doesn't. Yeah. I get where you're going. Yeah. Though. Like if if Jeffrey Dahmer came out of nowhere and started murdering people and we didn't know what his origin was, that's scary. Yeah. That's, if like it's he like, didn't what? have if he just didn't have a background, you know. But we know yeah, it. Like it. his one of his high school friends wrote a comic book about him. And like it humanizes him way too much, in my opinion. I did not know that. I didn't know that either. It's called. They made a movie. It's got Alex Wolf in it called My Friend Dahmer. Oh yeah, I I oh. know about that movie. I just haven't watched it. Yet. Yeah, it's. I mean, it's a good movie, and it's like not that it isn't like unnecessary to know more about him. And it is. It is interesting, like seeing him. Like he was just like this freaky, weird kid in high school that people like to laugh at. But he would like make them laugh. Like he would do it on purpose, and oh, it was okay. he, they, they called it spazzing. He would spaz out, and then at one point it turned into him becoming a massive alcoholic, and uh, and yeah. So the movie is just about his last year in high school before he committed his first murder, and oh, from the perspective kind of of his, of his best friend. I think the only thing on Dahmer I ever watched was the was it the Jeffrey Dahmer Files or whatever that was on Hulu for a while. That's like the only thing I've ever watched on Dahmer. Yeah. I've only yeah, like, are you in? Go ahead. Oh, no, you go ahead. Are you into like true crime and stuff as well as a horror fan? Yeah, yeah, totally. Big fan of that. Cool. I, I, I mean, yeah. When I listened to like serial back in the day, like that, kind of got me a little more like into the idea because it was just the way they formatted it, it was really fucking interesting. And then, um, what was it? Dirty John is also a good podcast. If you haven't, oh yeah, that yeah, one's we great. Watched, I've watched both seasons of Dirty the, John. Grayson, you would love that with Tiff. Yeah, probably. And the, the, I, the shrink next door, did too. Yeah, I fell out of true crime for a while because I I did law enforcement for six years, so I was like, oh. yeah, that was my job. So yeah. <laughs> now I'm getting yeah. back into it, and I'm like, okay, yeah, I'm starting to like enjoy it again. Um. Yeah. Yeah. Didn't enjoy true crime. That's a good <laughs> yeah. That's the. It's true when the crime comes. Like. Well, that's the thing. Is like, yeah, I was doing that. And then, like, the last thing I wanted to do was watch stuff that involved work. Like, I want to relax when right. I'm done. I don't want to, yeah. I don't want to, re- like, oh, I just saw a, a 
freaking drunk driver hit an 18 wheeler. Oh, let me watch this other thing about this other horrible stuff that happened after I got done with watching. It. It's like, <laughs> yeah. yeah, I'm, I'm, I'm cool. Like I've, I've seen enough. I'm going to just, I'm going to go watch some like Alvin and chipmunks or something. <laughs> I don't know. Yeah. Oh, I get that. Oh man. Well, addiction, uh, we're going to see how this channel scales <laughs> and then, and then whenever we need our movie podcast to, to start coming out, we're on it right here. Let me know. Do it. Schedule is open. Grace and his diction, everything you thought he would be. Oh yeah. Like there's, <laughs> there's so much more that I want to pick his brain about, about like just movies in general and horror movies, especially, mm-hmm. but yeah, like kicking it off. Cause Sean told me he was like, I wanted to call you in on the last one so bad. Yeah. <laughs> I told him to. See, I was like, just get him on. Just put him on right yeah. now. And you'll and you'll see that one in a couple of weeks. Yeah. And it's just me and Diction uh shooting the shit and getting to know each other. So uh it should be a really fun time. I think that's a really good time to wrap it. We'll undoubtedly have you on again. Uh but uh lovely viewers, if you're watching, uh make sure and go to hangtime.gg, check out merch. You can find us on twitch.tv slash hangtime and diction. Where can they find you? For more incredible personality. Twitch.tv slash diction and Twitter slash diction. Best place to find That's me. wonderful. He knows Joe Carnahan, you know. Yeah, that's true. I did. <laughs> <laughs> until, he, until, he, until he left the internet. <laughs> All right. Um, well, Diction, thank you so much. And you guys have a great time. And uh, feast your eyes on our last episode where uh, we have PETA on, uh, our newest hire at Hang Time, to talk about what it's like to work here. And vasectomies oh yeah big time great